Uh, season one, episode one, M&M Investments. What a tremendous podcast. Oh. There's a couple of initials. It sounds like we are a brokerage firm. It sounds like we're about to Better mind that. tell people uh, how to make a whole lot of money. That's what we're doing, though, I thought, right? And we're telling everybody this is where you go. Lock it in. Lock it down. Throw it all on this. Calm thing. down, Mark. James. What do you mean? I can tell people where they can go. Boise Twin, State, my Twin River Casino the scene? now offers sports uh, betting in Rhode Island. Finally, finally, a state New England offers it at their new sports book. I'll be there this weekend. I'll tell them where to go. If people are tuning in now and betting like real money on two dummies picks, they should probably go somewhere else. We're no, gonna no. have fun with this. We have some ideas of what we like in the weekend. You and I both bet every single week. We're degenerates. But I, I'm I'm not a gambling expert. I, no, I'd no, be in Vegas if I was. You tell me. This is how it works, right? In, in anything. So someone's might be listening and saying, "Oh, I like this team a lot," and then they're going to listen and maybe they want to be reaffirmed, right? They yes, want to. You want yes. It's like you, when you they ask want, your they wife want for advice. Well, he likes them too, and yes. he likes them too, and these are the reasons why. And I he brings up some good reasons. So you you want that's what you want. That's what makes you feel good. Now, if you're picking up this and looking at the slate of games, saying I have absolutely no idea, but I want to gamble. Let me just listen to see who these guys like, and just go in with it. Then you got problems. <laughs> you know, you do. You you should go with what you think. Something I've always felt like for me, winning and losing a bet. As long as I can sleep at night, you know what I'm saying. Like as long as if I lose the game and I, but I had good reason to take that team in what I truly felt like good reason to take a team, giving points, getting points, and they lose, I can sleep at if night. If you felt like you're on the right side of it, yeah. going in, you need to just, just bet it work. blindly because there there's a difference here. Like I, I, you know, I've seen the way that you approach it, and I, I, I can tell that you put effort into it. Like there are people that wake up Sunday morning, and I'm this. This is not a criticism, but this is how a lot of people bet. They wake up Sunday, they know they have 200 bucks they want to bet, and they literally would just look at the board and say, oh, wait, that team sucks right now. Mm-hmm. That team, okay, I'm going to bet the team that's good right now, can see that sucks right now. You're a square. The, I put effort into it, and I might lose, but I'm with you. At least I know I put the effort in. I am past the days, and I've been there, by the way, waking up on a Sunday morning at UConn saying, I need action. I've, I'm done doing that. I'll pick three or four games on a weekend yes. that I know I like, and I'm going to bet them straight. I'm going to be stupid and bet a teaser because teasers. When you put the teaser together, it's on paper says this is never going to lose. How can I lose this teaser? And eventually, That's one of name. the three or four teams will lose. Yeah. And I'm still going to bet that every week. Cause I'm an idiot, but I'm going to put the effort in and do the research and find three or four games I like and focus on those games every single. You week. know, the reality is the teasers. Like when I was younger, I thought teasers were the greatest thing in the world. I still How many do. extra points do I'm I get? An idiot. And you look at it on paper and you go, Oh my god. I only have to give a half now. All I got to do is win the game, not, you know, whatever. So this is, this is going to be so easy. And the reality is, is now you forced yourself to win two games. I just, I, I don't, I won't go there anymore um, because the reality is, is that how many times do the points that you get in a tease actually affect it? A lot of times, I, you know, I'm sure it does. And we know it does. Everybody who gambles it more knows affects it does. you mentally than anything. When mentally, you're sitting down it, like, well, I can get the Patriots. It makes you feel better. I'm, wait, I'm getting points now yeah. with the Pats all of a sudden? Yeah, They're it makes a you five feel point, better. It, it, it does. It's, uh, uh, it, it's. And it, it never works, and I still I, – I, maybe at some point I'll stop doing it. I still do a three- or four-team teaser yeah. literally every weekend. It, but here's the thing, too. Like, so a lot of people out there that gamble, what they do is, well, if the game's on TV, yeah. I'm going to bet prime it. Primetime game, Monday Now, night, if it's a primetime game and you like it, 
then I, I get it. You know, you bet the game. A lot of people just feel like they'll put a little something on it. If they don't like the game, maybe they maybe they like the over. Because does anybody really like betting the under? No. Do you no, enjoy no, no. betting no. the under? No. Hoping that nothing no. happens and just praying for them to stay in bounds so the clock <laughs> continues to run? No. You just sit there all day long going tick, 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 tick. You want the clock to And by the way, you off. sweat out the under until yeah. the end of the game. When, it's, when, when well, the game the goes over, it's over. Like it, you, you hit the over the halftime, you're good the rest of the I game. If I like the good. under, I ain't betting the under. I'm not going to sit there and watch a game and root for nothing. I want the game to suck? No. <laughs> if I like the over, now we're talking. That's fun to me. Let's go score. Let's go score. That's fun. So if I don't like the game and I might like the over, maybe you do something like that. And if it's a game on TV uh, that I like, then that makes it even more enjoyable. Okay, that's the beauty of, say, like even Twin River. You know, I know it's opening this weekend, which is outstanding. We've talked about it before. Being able to sit in a room and looking up and seeing 10 games or eight games, whatever it might be. You know, and this guy's screaming because this guy just ran a kickoff return home. So if it's in front of me, it's a lot more enjoyable. I understand that. But we all know you can follow everything now. You know, it doesn't have to it's be easy, on the yeah. Fox game of on the your week. app, on anything. your screen, it's sure. matter where it is. Yeah. Sure. But no, it's, um, I'm with you, three or four, you know, pick the games that you like. Uh, and just remember one thing. When the game is over, it was always easy. Oh, <laughs> Dude. Why, why didn't I bet more? They were given seven. Lock. I loved them. Of course they won by 24. That's the easiest bet on the board. And then you got the guy that's like, you didn't bet it? Dumbass. That was so easy. Nothing's easy. So everything's easy when it's over. Don't be that guy. I hate that guy. I was at, uh, I've been in Vegas once, and it was a college football day. There wasn't a lot of NFL action. You were talking when we heard Twin River was going to open the sports book. Uh, about the NFL experience there. Yeah. So people are going to get that for the last couple of weeks of the regular season and the postseason, the ability to go down to Twin River. They open at 8 o'clock Saturday and Sunday. Go down, place your bets, get something to eat, and watch the games on the board, the NFL, the college games, whatever, all weekend. You know, exactly. And I'll never forget this, right, because I was actually dating my wife at the time, and I went out to Vegas with a few boys, and we went out there during a the football season. And I remember being out there, and it was like uh, 8 in the morning, right? Game started at 10 in Vegas. I remember talking to her on the phone. Yeah, I'm just grabbing a little brunch, going to sit down here and watch the games. She called me back at like 8 o'clock at night. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm in the same freaking seat. <laughs> she's like, what? She's like, you know, so now you're dating this girl. You're in Vegas with some guy. She's like, no, you're at a strip joint. You're at a club. You're... No, I ain't lying. I am in the exact same seat. And now to be able to do that. To drive down 45 minutes to Twin River Casino and have that little brunch. I already talked with the boys. Little brunch. You know, get there early. Talk about some of the games. Sit down. Have a nice little seat. All the games in front of you. Somewhere to go. Bet the games. I mean, that is a guy's dream. That's like my Disney World. That's the happiest place on earth. I hope they're prepared for bachelor parties now going to Twin River. Built around NFL weekends, March Madness no when it comes up. This is the only place right now in New England you can bet on sports. Rhode Island was smart. They got this done right. Twin River, they teamed up with a great place to do it. Uh, and so beginning, uh, it started Monday, but this weekend you'll be able to go bet the college games. Our friend Mark James loves Boise State, wants to hammer Boise State Beautiful. on Saturday night. Uh, the NFL games all day Sunday, and you'll be able to do it, and we'll be here through the rest of the NFL season for sure uh, talking about a bunch of these games. I, we each went over three or four games here. There's only one game we agree on, and it's the Pats game, so let's start there. Uh, I heard Callahan say he loves the Patriots, and he talks about uh, Tom Brady's record. And I heard Glenn talk about how it's going to be a close game with the Patriots win because that's the Patriots do. I like the Vikings this weekend against the Patriots. I like the Vikings getting the five points, which I'm is with the number you. right now. I like the Vikings outright for a bunch of reasons. Why do you like the Vikings this weekend? Because I, I've, I've been saying this now for a few weeks. I look at the New England Patriots, and I say when Sony Michelle runs the football, this offense looks right. 
Uh, and, and I know Mikey Reese had the information about Gronk and Edelman and Gordon when they're together, what the offense is like, and that's great. But you missed a little piece in there, and that piece was Sony Michelle happened to be running the football. When he runs, I think that one game he had 97 yards against the Colts, right, on 18 carries, ran the ball effectively. The other three games he had 300 yards. They're leaving points in the board. They're scoring 36 and a half points, I believe, in those four games, and they're leaving points in the board, just like they did against the Jets because they couldn't execute in the red zone. When he runs the ball, this offense takes off. Okay, Brady, play action. Because when they can't establish the run, I still don't think they got enough on the outside. And I love Julian Edelman. I don't think Gronk's 100%. You know, Josh Gordon is, is, is good for that slant, and, and you know, th- they're still a good offense. And I don't think they'll be able to run the football against Minnesota. You know, when you look at Minnesota's defense, we can talk all we want. Everyone's stuck with this whole they lost the Buffalo thing. You know, and then they lost to Chicago recently. But it was New Orleans. It was the Rams, high-powered offenses. This defense the last five or six weeks has been effective. They stopped the run. They're, they're by far number one third-down defense, 27%. Uh, red zone defense. I mean, they have a lot of the attributes of to be a good, a, a great 2018 defense in this league. And I say 2018 because we know defense. Yeah, you're not going to get 2000 Ravens. Situation doesn't football. exist anymore. Yeah, so, stop guys on third down. I don't think they're going to run, run the football. Yeah. And, and I think that there's some weapons. This is a balanced team. This isn't Kansas City with a bad defense, right? So I think this is a good defense that can get after the quarterback with a potentially high-powered offense. So with that... And it's running the football. I don't think they'll be able to do it. And I think the Minnesota beats them. Beats them. I'm with you outright. I think they went outright. And I think what you're going to see in this game is finally the slow starts for the Patriots defensively catching up to them. You know, they've had these starts where in their 11 games so far, if you take the opposition's first two possessions, they've allowed six touchdowns, four field goals. In fact, more times than uh, almost more times than not, they've allowed points on that first drive. And in the past, when the Pats have fallen behind, you go, well, they got Brady. They got Gronk. They got Amendola. They're loaded offensively. They're going to go score 35 points anyway. They can fall behind. This year, they're just inside the top 10 in points per game. This year, they're not the top one, two, or three offense they've been scoring points. They've been the last three or four years. That ability to immediately come back no matter what, even at home, I'm not sure exists anymore. When you fall behind against Minnesota, they can get stop you on the outside. They're still going to score points. The, the Vikings can score 30. I think yeah. to, to beat the Patriots at Gillette, you have to be an offense that can score 30. With Thielen and Diggs and Rudolph and Cousins and Cook and Murray, they they can score 30. And so I see the Patriots, I've seen them do it a million times, fall behind and then come back, not against this Vikings team. You mentioned the defensive stats, and offensively, they throw it 40 times a game. Mm-hmm. I saw Josh McCown complete big passes against the Patriots last week. Kirk Cousins will do it. Diggs, Thielen, uh, they're going to score in the 30s. And it might be a close game, but the Vikings win this game by a field goal because the Patriots' ability to come back has been uh, reduced this year because their offense isn't at the elite, elite level it's been the past years. Thielen's a huge concern. Coming out of the slot, who's covering him again? I mean, Gilmore, Uh, you sit there and say he's probably on Diggs, right? Okay, you feel pretty good, but still, Diggs will get some. How about Jonathan Jones on Adam Thielen? And the other thing, too, is I had this debate yesterday. Everybody got it so twisted. I never, ever said that Gronkowski is, well, Kyle Rudolph's a better tight end than Rob Gronkowski. I just think Kyle Rudolph's going to have better numbers than Rob Gronkowski because tight ends, they got a problem with tight ends. Now, they have a problem with Kelsey, the best one in the red zone. The best one they faced because Patrick Chung has got a history with Travis Kelsey. He beats him up. But all these other guys, like Trey Burton, Eric Ebron, I mean, you got the kid hurting the last week, got like seven catches against him. And he probably missed a touchdown because of an easy drop. So the opposing tight ends, they beat you up. 
And and I just I just think this Minnesota team's about to wake up and be the team that everybody thought they were going to be maybe at the beginning of the season. All right, you and I both are on the Vikings. We're against the Brady December record, which I think is thirty two and four. The Patriots December record, uh, you know, the last thirty six games they've been loaded at home. You and I are against. I don't think a lot of people are going to be, but in that line, we'll see if it creeps back up. It is five as we talk about this thing on Thursday. Could see a lot of people late. Saturday, Sunday, saying, ooh, Patriots, I can get them less than a touchdown. Could see it creeping back up there. The line is at five. I'll still take it at five. Uh, Vikings plus the points. Vikings went outright. Uh, I got three other games. You got three other games. Mm-hmm. Where else are you going uh, on this uh, you know, week 13 I, slate? I, I don't like, I don't know where you are, home dogs and everything else, but one thing I don't I don't, I don't like the big numbers, you know, given too many big numbers, you know, um, but I think this league's a little bit different this year when you took the teams like New Orleans, teams like Kansas City, teams like the Rams. They've covered those teams this year. That's what I'm saying. So it's like these teams are putting up big numbers, yeah. 30, I mean, guaranteed. <laughs> the one big number I like is the Rams. They're given, I think it's around 10 right now at Detroit. Carry on Johnson out, Marvin Jones out. You know you got Galladay there. I get it, but can you really run Legarrette Blunt if you're down fourteen nothing? Because they ran him. He ran effectively last week. But when you're down fourteen nothing, ten nothing, seventeen three, is Legarrette Blunt part of the running attack? No, he shouldn't be. He, he, he's we, no factor catching the ball in the back. He won't be right. And Akeem Talib coming back. Like, to me, the Rams coming off a bye, they open it up, they win this thing, it's a big number 10, but I would still take the Rams and give the points. Yeah, um, my theme this week is I am against uh, bad quarterbacks, and Jacksonville mm-hmm. starting one this weekend. Cody Kessler's filing a start over uh, Blake Bortles. Uh, it's a give-up factor in Jacksonville. They fired their offensive coordinator. No Leonard Fournette. He's not going to go, so Yeldon and a bunch of other right. retreads uh, are going to play that position. Uh, Jacksonville's trying to avoid what will be an eighth straight loss. How about this? Uh, since 2016, teams that have lost seven in a row are five and 27 in the next game and nine and 22 against the spread. So the teams that have lost six, seven in a row, they don't all of a sudden turn it around. Uh, it's you're you're laying four, you're on the road. But Luck and Reich have been a great uh, combination there. Frank Reich's done a great job in year one. Might be a job Josh McDaniels wishes he had taken, given how good they are offensively. They are trending up. I get to get. A game against Cody Kessler, even on the road with the Colts, give me the Colts minus four against Jacksonville. Yeah, the other one too is I, I just don't, I don't trust the Ravens. I would take Atlanta. I think actually it might be a pick 'em at places, but I think they're giving one at home. I see it lay. I see it minus one right now. Yeah, even with the Lamar. So Lamar Jackson's going to start for the Ravens again. It looks like against the Falcons. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't trust that. I like the Falcons at home. I think there's still a lot of weapons there for Baltimore to cover. I know they have a good defense, but on the road, it's different than when they are at home. And I know they've won some games on the road too. But I just look at Atlanta thinking getting right at home here against a Baltimore team that. Lamar Jackson, you got a couple weeks now of film, okay, and you got to see what he's doing. You got to see him running the football and and what how he's able to to move this team up and down. I think it ends, and I think that in Atlanta, I just don't believe in in Baltimore right now. I think Atlanta covers that number, and it's just a one, just win at home. I thought about that one uh, for a long time before uh, landing on my other picks. The, I start my uh, weeks. Uh, looking at the Action Network's website, the Sports Insight website. They have the live odds. They update it right there. You should, you guys should check that out. And it was funny. Before the Andy Dalton news, it was Cincinnati at home, and they were still going to be a, a bit of a home dog. The news comes out that Jeff Driscoll is going to start over Andy Dalton, mm. and the line has barely moved. So what they're telling you is the quarterback doesn't matter since he just stinks. Denver on the road, laying four and a half at Cincinnati. Jeff Driscoll, if you don't know, was recruited to Florida to play for Urban Meyer and be the next Tim Tebow. Urban Meyer left. He stayed, and he ended up being a six-round pick. He's done nothing in his now going in his third year. Mm-hmm. He's barely played. You have a chance to get a Broncos defense. 
that hit Ben Roethlisberger six times last week, sacked him two times. Now against Jeff Driscoll, uh, this is a quarterback that has no experience against a very good Von Miller-led Denver defense, and I'm only laying four and a half. Give me Denver minus four and a half on the road against somebody named Jeff Driscoll. I am all in against bad quarterbacks and no-name backup quarterbacks this week. No, you don't, Hugh Jackson? You don't think that's going to be a big uh, No, I think it actually helps <laughs> that Denver side uh, with Hugh Jackson on that sideline. You know, the, the other one I like is um, I know the Panthers have lost three straight games, but they're going down to Tampa, and I think right now it's about three and a half. I like Carolina in this game. Jameis Winston, to me, will cough it up like he always does. He protected the ball last week against San Fran, um, but – you want to talk McCaffrey about, was awesome that, in that game last and that's, week. And that's the thing. I, I just think I think Carolina is a well-rounded football team. I don't think they lose four games in a row. And I think they go down to Tampa Bay when, and, and Cam Newton figures it out. McCaffrey continues to go on a roll. Uh, the young kid Moore, I think, is, is coming into his own as wide receiver. So I, I think Carolina goes down to Tampa and covers three and a half because I think Winston gives it up. Uh, I'm going to lay one of those big numbers you talked about. I'm going to lay the Seahawks at home. They're laying 10 to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And again, bad quarterback Nick Mullins. Uh, he was this uh, great, and the next Brad Favre, all this pub, he goes to Tampa Bay. He was awful last week. Yep. They had no shot in that game. Uh, over the last 57 games at home, the Seahawks are 45-12 and 12 straight up, 33-22 and 22 against the spread. Even more, how about this, at home against the 49ers, they have covered nine of their last ten. Uh, it's a Nick Mullins-led team trending up. The Seahawks, again, feel like they're now back in the mix for a playoff spot out west. The 49ers are in give-up mode, and you get a chance to get – a good home team against somebody named Nick Mullins. I'll yep. lay the 10 at home. I will take the Seahawks. Their defense will create a couple of turnovers. And it's a big number, but you mentioned it. These teams have covered big numbers. And if you're looking at other games on the board, if you want to play Kansas City this week, you're laying 15, 15 and a half. You want to play Green Bay against Arizona, it's 13 and a half, I don't 14 trust that points. Number. See, here's Those the, numbers are I, – I, uh, I usually will, by the way – I will take the number. The professional gambler will tell you, you're getting two touchdowns in the NFL, just take the points and get out of the way. But this year, it does feel different. It, it feels does, different. because of the high-powered offenses. But, so that's why when I look at, say, like New Orleans and Kansas City and the Rams, you know, big Oof. numbers, I don't, I don't worry about them because I think they can stumble their toe and score 30, 36. Because to cover that number, you, know, you, 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 can't, you can't score 20, 23 points. You know, one fluke touchdown, a late touchdown, you're screwed. Whenever I see big numbers like that, it's always because the team – Sucks, correct? One of the teams yes. absolutely yeah. sucks. Arizona, Oakland, etc. I uh, I don't look at that team and how bad they are. I actually look at the other team who's given and say, are they a given to get me 30, 36 points? So I sit there and say, Kansas City is. Green Bay isn't this year. New Orleans is. The Rams is. That 14 and a half, I'm not, I, I, I'm not playing, but if I was forced to, I would, I would take the points. Because I don't think Green Bay is good enough to give anybody Fourteen and a half points. No, and there's a there's, anybody. There's a weird vibe there too, right? I mean, this is not a uh, a real analytical thing, but Rodgers is complaining he, the whole week. We've been talking about how bad he's been in these fourth quarters. There's a weird thing on McCarthy and Rodgers. I would not touch that game of the four that you picked there. If you if you had to say one was the 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 five star Marloni investments play of the week of the four you picked, I'll go with again. I'll, I'll go with the Rams minus ten. You know, I just I, again I can see them. 36 points, 30 to 36, and, and I just don't see Detroit being able to do much. Coming off a bye, and I think Aqib Tlaib makes a big difference. We talk about how this offense sucks. I mean, how, how the defense sucks in some of these great powered offenses yeah. teams. I think Aqib Tlaib, we've seen it here. The, just an attitude, you know, to go along with his play. I, I think he makes a big difference. I think that Rams minus 10 is the one I would lock. 
I think for me it's the Vikings getting five points mm. against a Patriots team that uh, you know needs to show me against some really good teams here on the stretch. See, I think for me it's Minnesota. I find it interesting neither one of us touched that Houston-Cleveland game. Because I'll tell you why. Number one, I'd love Houston. Because we've seen this with football teams, you know, the, the emotional game, the Titans versus the Patriots. Yeah. Right? They win, then they suck. Jacksonville got to, you know, answer the bell about what happened in the AFC title game against the Patriots, and then they suck. Detroit, Patricia, and then they suck, right? <laughs> Cleveland's going to, I think, is going to do the same thing because of the Hugh Jackson, big emotional game. Greg Williams got the troops fired up, and they beat Cincinnati's ass. And Houston the only, had an easy game Monday The only problem Tennessee. I have with it is that I love Baker Mayfield. I, I like him. I, I'm so just he, saying, he, I, he's I like become him. a guy now. You don't want to bet against. I like him. No, because if because, because you you don't want to be so fourth quarter. I want to root field for him. goal game. You don't want to be against Baker Mayfield going down. This is the whole sleep Cleveland. at night thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like I like Baker. This is when individually you got to decide with the betting stuff. I think Houston rolls in this game, but if it's late, I want Baker Mayfield to win this football game. You know, so I that's uncomfortable for me. So you know what that is? That's a stay away. My 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 heart tells me Cleveland because I like Mayfield, but the wallet definitely says Houston should blow this team out. I just want Mayfield to win, so I stay away. See, my stay away would be that Pittsburgh Charger game, mm-hmm. which I, I would have loved the Chargers getting three and a half points at home mm-hmm. uh, or against Pittsburgh, and all of a sudden now you're looking at no Melvin Gordon. You're looking at some some issues there defen- defensively. The, the uh, Steelers coming off that weird game uh, where Roethlisberger threw that terrible pick at the end against Denver. There's too much, too many question marks there. Yeah. Uh, and I would stay away from that game. But I, I, I think there are some some good games in a Week 13 slate. We're going to be here Big numbers. on Thursdays and Fridays. Yeah, good luck. If you're going out to Twin River, I'll be there Saturday. I'm going to go check it out, Ooh, uh, see what the place is like. Get, go to Fred and Steve. Like, first thing, first weekend, Listen, first day, you hit the first guy I in? Want, no, I won't be the first guy in, but yeah. I want to see what this is like. You ain't kidding. I saw the mock-up. So right now, uh, when you go to Twin River, you're betting in their, their, where you can bet horses, their mm-hmm. handicapping area. They're building a sports-only thing for mid-December. So before the playoffs start... The t- they have all these the t- brand new TVs, all these terminals. You walk up, you're not dealing with a lot of uh, traffic there because the lines will be no problem. They're setting up the restaurants, the food. This for the playoffs is going to be the spot yeah. there on Rhode Island. Oh, it is. Uh, it's going to be awesome. So good luck this weekend. We're going to be here at M&M Investments every Thursday or Friday talking about these picks. Uh, good luck in week 13, and we'll talk to you uh, next week uh, as we are M&M Investments presented by Twin River Casino. Good luck.